If you want a title, if you're taking notes, which is good to do, What Do We See is the title of the message this morning. Going to be hitting over just a few things we always talk about first of the service. Prayer, communion with God for the manifestation of His glory. Prayer, folks, is a place of trusting or confession without wavering. It's a place of faith. Hebrews 10.23, we read it every week during this series. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. We find his will. He gives us that, drops it in our heart. Then we take that. And we remind him of that that he just give us. Now, we don't remind him of that in a way like, you, t- you said it's a reminding in ourself and a reminding of him what the word says. And we remind him in our prayer by offering it to him. Now, I want to back up real quick. And I've said it more times than one around here, but we still have it without knowing we do it because it's religious. You do not have to beg God for anything. Nothing. He's already done it. Ah, no. (laughs) Actually, bring it down if you can a little bit. Man, was that bright. We don't have, it's, it's like, I ask and I received. It's the same thing. God has done everything for us. And if you're religious, and we're all religious to a degree because we've been brought up wrong, you were brought up. You've got to beg God. You've got to continually beg God, beg God, beg God. You do not. You just thank him. He's already done it. Everything's accomplished. And I'll get into that more, but we've got to recognize the plan of prayer for you to be a part of what he's doing is that we just, we just get his will and what he wants for a situation and a circumstance in our life, and then we just thank him for it and remind him of that promise, and then it comes to us, it manifests and comes, comes into our life. Reminding, it, it's really, we agree and then we see is what it is. We agree and then we see. It, it's a place of our life where where. And I, and I say see because I want to bring this point up. Anything that you're wanting, anything that he's dropped in your heart, you've got to see it in your spirit, man. You've got to know it. It's no different than this building. Before this building was even constructed, everybody in leadership already seen everything. Before the carpet was laid, we already seen the carpet. Before the chairs were put in place, everything, the new building, the building we added on, was all seen beforehand. When Derek and I built this walkthrough that's behind the sound, behind the TV area back here, we, we laid it out with two befores so we could see it. Now, that's all part of what God uses for us to know that we're going to receive what we've got. You can't look in the mirror and see yourself ugly. You've got to see yourself like God sees you. You can't, you can't look at your life like I'm, I'm an old sinner and I'll never get any better. You've got to see that he sees you different than that. And you've got to see what he sees. And I'm going to get into that tonight. Faith is not, faith, this is all faith. Now listen, faith is not what you believe, then it happens. That's not faith. Faith is manifesting what is real. 
what God sees. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen in your life, not yet manifested in your life. But faith is knowing, 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 knowing that it's there. Whatever you ask for, it's there. And when you get to that place, when we get to that place of understanding, it's not what we do. It's what we... He sees you and I righteous, does he not? Because of the blood of Jesus. He sees us healthy, does he not? Because of the stripes on Jesus' back. God sees you perfect. Now, he wants you to see you the same way. And then that that you don't have, that's what you see, that's what you pray, that's what you know is going to happen because it's already happened. I had a man tell me years ago, he's, before I got this revelation, it's already done. And, and well, no, it's not already done. I've got to do this and I've got to do that. He is not, he's not looking for something you're going to do. He's only looking for faith. That's, the Bible says that without faith, he's not pleased. He's only looking for faith. He's only looking. He, he, wants, he wants you to identify in what he's done for you. He wants you to know who you are in Christ. He wants you to know that you died with him and you rose with him. He wants you to understand that. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says... If anyone's in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. I love the New Living Translation. It says, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Now, I like that because I'm not the, I, I got born again at 12. But I was never taught that I was a new creature in Christ. I was never taught that this old man that didn't know Jesus was a new, totally recreated, newly designed, not the old at all. My old come with me at times. My old's with me until I learn that it's not there. But you've got to see yourself healed. I know that Linda sees herself healed. And the battle is on, but she wins. And that's every one of us with whatever situation we've got. We spend, I, I'm guilty as the next. We spend more time... I was complaining to Donna last night about my knee hurting. I'd run a chainsaw for two or three hours, and my back and my knees were shot because of me, not him. And I didn't need to complain. I, didn't, I just needed to thank him that he was going to rejuvenate that that I abused. Sugar. I could, I could just go on and on with all the different things that we abuse our body, but he's our healer. He takes care of us. Why? Because he's designed it that way. Romans 6, 4 says, For we died, we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, and just as Christ was raised from the dead by the power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. We are, we are complete. God sees you completely. He does not see you in your, in your sickness. He's already took care of that at the cross with his son. When he sees you, and it's hard to grab, but when he sees you, you are perfect. But he wants you, 
and I to see that we are that way in, in who we really are. My body is decaying and falling apart. That's part of it. But the real me and the real you lives in Christ. You are seated. You are placed in Christ. You live in Christ. You're, you, you are we. You're complete. We've got to see ourselves. Jesus, think about this. Jesus came and he wanted to see faith. He didn't go up to the people and say anything else. You know, it, it's interesting. He says, O ye of little faith, five times in the Bible. Four times in Matthew, one times in Luke. He doesn't, he, he doesn't ask for anything else. Let, let me just hit them real quick. Whenever, whenever we, whenever, in Matthew 6.30, it was a scripture where uh, the people were worrying. And what does he say? Oh, you of little faith. He didn't, he didn't say, quit your worrying. He just said, oh, you of little faith. Well, why is he saying that? Because he wanted you to see yourself with everything you ever needed. Paul, walking on the water in Matthew he started sinking, and he reached down, and he grabbed him, and pulled him up, and he, and he, and he said, to, said to him, Peter, he said to Peter, Oh, you of little faith. He didn't say you should learn. You sh he didn't say, Oh, you of little learning. Oh, you of a little degree. I've had people rip on me because I didn't go to a seminary or cemetery. I've been doing this 30 one or 32 years. I've had to learn as I go. I'm still learning. But Jesus, whenever I have a sermon that's, if that's a bomb out, he doesn't come to me and speak to me in the spirit and say, oh, you of little learning. It's always faith. He, he only wants faith. And when he gets faith, what, it, well, what is faith? Faith is coming to that place of no matter what's going on in your life, I know how God sees me. This is just the old finally getting away from me. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. I, I like in Matthew 16, 8, where, where they were complaining about not having any food, any bread. And he had just performed a miracle feeding thousands. And what did he say? Jesus said, oh, you of little faith. He wasn't condemning. He was just saying, get to the place of trusting me. You've seen, you've seen me heal. You've seen me take care. You've seen me, you've seen me. Folks, just think about it. We're sitting on a planet that's spinning, orbiting the sun at exactly the precise time, and it never changes. And we say we don't have a good example this morning. Even this right here. See this little antenna? I am talking in this little bitty mic. It is going to this little box, and then it's going through the air back to Tony. Do you see it? All of the singers, all of the instruments are doing exactly the same thing when they're playing. That's why we have trouble sometimes because so much is going on. You can turn on the radio and you pick up. You can turn on your TV and it picks up. Well, but, but it don't work because I can't see it. 
Faith is the same way. It does work. And when we find his will and we start bringing his will forward, he doesn't say, oh, you have a little holiness. Oh, you have a little Bible reading. Oh, you have a little prayer time. Oh, you have a little commitment. Oh, you little faithfulness. We, are, we have all of that already. We are that already. Don't ever condemn yourself for what you don't have. You have it. We have it. Well, 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 I look in the mirror. Then look in the mirror and say how good looking you are. God made you. And you're complaining about his handiwork? I mean, I can't see some of you in here. Are you, are you all grinning at me? I mean, he, he's, faith is. Faith is just that. He's looking for faith. Think about. Think about the man that got let down through the roof. It wasn't just the man that got let down through the roof. It was the people that let him down through the roof also. They knew. They already knew. It wasn't getting through the crowd. They already knew when we get him in front of Jesus, he is going to be healed. And he was. What about the, the, the lady with the issue of blood? You talk about breaking the law of Moses. She was right in the midst of it. We, we so much get off into what we've got to do to make God happy with what we've got. God's happy, folks. He's done a good job and he knows it. And he knows where you're going to be. And even if we go through rough times, and even if things happen in our lives, he's got that. He knows that. He, he takes care of all of your situations, all of your circumstances. I wonder sometimes why we get so emotional about life. We get so worried. We get so, we, we've got to, we, oh, it's never going to happen. And what am I going to do? And he's got this. It, it's going to work out if we just take and come to the place of like this lady that broke the law of Moses Broke through the crowd, was not allowed to even be around the people. Couldn't be in any way, shape, or form be around them. And he, she knew all she had to do was touch the hem of his garment. She didn't have to. She didn't have to go get purified and qualified and all that stuff that we think we do. I, I keep going back to Monica, who's in the prayer room right now. You all know that we have somebody back in this room every service praying. And if you want to be a part of that, Monica would love that. But I'll never, I'll never forget that because it was early on in our ministry, early on in, in the church, and Monica said, I, you know, I, I know I need to get saved, but do I have to change? And I said, not one bit. You do and be whatever you are. Because I knew that she'll find out someday she's a new creature in Christ and old things have passed away and that stuff's not worth even being a part of and I want to be a part of who I really am inside and I want to, I want to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know what's so exciting about when you get born again? He, he refreshes and renews your conscience. The Bible plainly says that you, you have a new conscience and what that new conscience is is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. It's the Holy Spirit telling you the right things to do. He never condemns you. You won't find that in Scripture. He, does not, he doesn't even convict you of evil. You do that in yourself. 
He, he convicts you of righteousness. He convicts you of the right things. He tells you the right, the best kind of coach there is, is the coach that always gives them the right way to do it. No, do it this way. You're still carrying yourself wrong a little bit here, but do it this way. Do it this way. And then when we finally get to the place of doing it this way, and understanding he's done it all for us, and understanding that faith is just saying, Lord, thank you that I'm healed. Lord, thank you that by the stripes of Jesus I am really healed. Lord, thank you. And, and it's not repetition like we were taught in the, the word movement. It's not say it, say it, say it till you get it. It's just say it knowing. That's faith. It's knowing. You say, well, well why aren't you there yet? I'm not there yet. I still put a little sugar in my coffee. I was talking with Josiah who's managing scooters right now, he brings me these, he brings me these caramel blah, 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 things. They are so stinking good. <laughs> but I drank one, I think it was Friday. And I recognized after I drank it, I can't do this. And I knew what it was. 47 cups of caffeine. But God still, listen, he knew I was going to do that. He knew the effect of it already. But he also teaches me by the power of the Holy Spirit. Little sign there, old buddy. Why don't you wean yourself, because it's going to have to be weaning. Why don't, you wean, why don't you wean yourself off of the caffeine? You don't really need the caffeine, Ronnie. I know it's going to be hard, Ronnie, but I've got the answer for you. I'll take care of you getting over it. And so I, my goal, so pray for me. The pastor is delivered. Don't, don't beg him for delivering me. Just say he's delivered. I, and you drink all you want. That's your, I'm talking about this guy. I know what it's doing. So why take a chance? I'm only 27, but there's no sense in me. I'm dyslexic, so you, I got to quit saying that too. Because I'm not. You know what's interesting about that? This right here is what turned that around. At first, I had to just concentrate to get everything going right when I was reading it. And then the more I read it, the better it got, the more in line and now when I read it most of the time it's, it just reads like you're supposed to read that's all by trusting and knowing he's got this he's got your life he's, he's got you taken care of he's going to he's going to minister love to you he's going to speak to you he wants listen he wants you and I by faith he, he only wants faith and that's an any you know I, I, I think about I think about this young lady that, that, that dances. Whenever all the girls are down on the floor at the, at the gym dancing, doing all their... She's the only one I see. It's not because I'm purposely look at her. It's because she has got such an anointing and such a grin on her face in what she's doing, you can't keep from focusing on the one that's the happiest. That's what God's doing about all of you. He's, he's focusing on you because he sees you already perfecto. You're good. He's not looking. He don't look at sin. He took care of that with Jesus. Jesus said to him, why did you forsake me? Because he had to for you. And when you said yes to Jesus, you died to your old self. That's why you baptized. 
You come up out of the water and you're a new creature in Christ and you're then in the heavenly realm. And that's why the, the, the Bible says in Matthew 18, 18, whatever is bound in heaven is bound on earth. And many times in the charismatic move, they took that. They, like, I have authority. Well, yes, you do. But what it really says is everything that is this forbidden in heaven is forbidden here. So when you pray, you, you, you bind those adversaries that's not allowed in heaven. And anything that's in heaven loose that's good for you, you can loose it here for you. You can call it forth because that's faith. Faith is, Lord, thank you. Instead of saying, oh, my stomach, Lord, thank you. Three mornings ago, I woke up and I thought, holy mackerel, what is going on? Thought. But I did not chase that thought. I said, no. And my, I said, no. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. Whatever this is, it, I don't, it's not part of me. I got up, I showered, I went to work, I never give it another thought. You say, well, that happens for you. It happened for me that time, but maybe it won't the next time, but it's what I'm supposed to be all the time. All of you are supposed to be totally healed. You, you're, you're looking at me like, well, yeah, but I'm not, but I'm not, but, but, but we're supposed to be because it already happened. I got born again. I'm going to heaven. I know I am. I'm healed. I know I am. That's faith. That's standing on what I am. That's seeing myself healthy. That's seeing myself well. That's seeing myself like I'm supposed. That's seeing myself like the word says. That's seeing myself like God is seeing me. In every shape and every form and every situation. I have gentleness. I have faithfulness. I have all the fruit of the Spirit in my life already. I've just got to know that it's going to come out when the circumstances raise. I was talking to Drew just the other day. We were talking about somebody that gets mad at somebody. And I said, you know what that is, don't you? He said, yeah, they're just not getting their way. Anybody? Think about it. Well, I got mad. Well, why? Because you didn't get your way. Well, whose way is your way? Jesus' way is forgive and go on and let me have it. So why even get mad? Why even get upset about anything? Discuss it. Talk about it. Give your opinion, then let God have it. Give your opinion quietly and let God have it. You don't need to scream your opinion. Just give your opinion because you've got an opinion. Might be wrong. Might be right. But it's all back to faith knowing God's got every situation and every circumstance in your life. Marriages, I promise you it'll be a lot better if you just quit trying to get your way. Just give your opinion. Let God take care of it from then on. He will take care of it. Why? Because that's how you walk in faith. Day by day, day by day, you watch God do the thing. Guys, come on up. We pray as he sees you. We're talking about prayer. We pray as we know he sees us. God sees me okay. He doesn't see me condemned. That's all been taken care of at the cross. He sees me righteous. He sees me well. He sees me healthy. He sees me whole. He sees me financially settled. He sees me with every need I have. He sees me so every time I think about it, I should be speaking, Lord, thank you that you've took care of me. Lord, thank you that I'm walking in faith with you. Thank you that you've got my life. Let's all stand up. And let's just make a confession before we sing. Father, Thank you. You have done it all. You have accomplished it all. I have everything I'll ever need. And I trust in you. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. That is called faith, knowing that you have it. And I don't care what you're wanting. I don't, I, anything. If he's put it on your heart, thank him for it. If you don't get it, then it probably wasn't supposed to be there. But when you get it, you're going to go, wow, I asked for that. He always takes care of our heart. He always takes care of our life. Let's close with a song.
God was saying, there's people right here in this room that listen to this and they're trying to sing this song, but the enemy's trying to tell you, but there's this, but there's that. Because when you hear a message on faith, you automatically think that you don't qualify somehow. And as we sang that, I just was reminded that the faith comes if you can believe that God sees you after the cross. There's nothing between you because he looks at you through a veil that was torn and it's fallen. There is no veil there no more. There's nothing that separates you from him. So when you see him, you don't see him through a veil. You see him in the fullness, the completed work of the cross. And when he looks at you, he doesn't see you through any of the stuff that the enemy's trying to tell you. There is no veil. The veil's gone. There's nothing between you and him. everything that's up there we have here we just ask for it and receive it everything that's not supposed to be here we can tell to get out of here because it's not up there because that's where you're really at your old broken down bodies are here but your spirit man is there and he wants to walk through your old broken down body to get other people to understand that they're there and we're just passing through and like she just said God sees you perfect We've got to start seeing ourselves the same way become, to become that in our prayer life. Father, we thank you. Thank you for touching our lives. You've already done everything. It's all accomplished. We just have to get that understanding, that revelation that we've just got to believe it, stand in faith, and watch it. We don't have to. We're going to be obedient because we know the word. But we're not doing obedience to get, get it to happen. We're just being faithful, and faithful is just faith is just trusting that you've got our lives already taken care of, and we're going to take care of everything that comes up, all that's going to go on. It's already accomplished in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for that. We give you all the praise this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. We'll be up front if you need prayer.